We have a massive installment of the Williams and Bloom Sunday Night Podcast ready for you all tonight. I was texting with Jared Stansberry earlier about this being perhaps the busiest week we've ever had. It's Cyclone Fanatic with all the basketball games, uh, three women's games, two men's games, and perhaps the biggest football game in the history of Iowa State football. Oh, and National Signing Day for football. Everything is coming up. Bloom and I will get you set for everything. Before we do that, we want to thank some of our great sponsors. First, I want you guys to go to isuvip.com. That's isuvip.com where you can win a historic Iowa State experience. It's for championship weekend with Community Choice and the Des Moines Airport. All you have to do is go to isuvip.com, sign up for their drawing. They're giving away $1,000 cash Four tickets to the big game on Saturday in Dallas. And also, um, they're giving away some swag. I, I heard an autograph Matt Campbell football is going to be involved in that as well. Tuesday, December 15th at noon is when the winner will be drawn. That's Tuesday coming up at noon. Go to isuvip.com. I want to thank the presenting sponsor of the Williams and Bloom Sunday Night Podcast. That is Mechdyne at the Mechdyne Corporation. They have been with us for a long time now here at Cyclone Fanatic, and we could not appreciate their uh, sponsorship of the Williams and Bloom Sunday Night Podcast more. Phenomenal people up there at Mechdyne, enabling discovery. Go to mechdyne.com where you can go to their careers page. They have listings for all sorts of different careers if you're in customer service engineering, IT services, marketing, you name it, they got it. A couple of guys who are Iowa Staters. They created Mechdyne and Mechdyne.com and look at them now. It's a worldwide company and they are phenomenal people. I always tell people when I get out of the sports thing, you guys are going to kick me out at some point. My dream is to go and work at Mechdyne. What a phenomenal company. I have a phenomenal co-host, Brent Bloom. We'll bring him on right after this. Are you ready? They think you can tell us what to do. You think you can tell us what to wear. You think that you're better. Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters. Break it down. Yes. If this doesn't get you ready for championship week, I don't know what does. It hasn't failed us yet. Hold on. Let's just turn it up. Suck it, Tom Herman. You know my dream, now that he's not getting fired, is to get Herman on the podcast at some point this offseason. Do you think he will? Um, I don't know if he will anymore. I don't know if, I, if, I think, if word got back to him, he would Yeah, well, he would really jump on that. I don't know ball. if he'd take it too kindly just because of all the hairiness of his situation. But I think, honestly... We had a really good relationship for a really long time, and things have kind of fallen off. I'm glad. <laughs> I wonder <laughs> no, why. I'm glad. Actually, I, I think it was the right move for them to keep him. I absolutely do. And I think it's I, more entertaining for the Big 12 if he's around. So I was actually okay with that. I, I would be surprised. I mean... Nothing would surprise me, I guess. But, like, my – I think often what these programs do that are big bureaucratic programs like that, I think Michigan's similar. Yep. I've, I wouldn't fire Harbaugh if I were them. They get so impatient because there's so many – there's so many chiefs at the top of the food chain 
who think that they're more powerful than they actually are. And they start chirping with their checkbooks and there's just so much, it, it's just, it's, it becomes it's this, an ego thing. Yeah. yeah and I, I also think too, it's like, why, why all these sec um, programs back in the day, they're constantly turning over. Well, it's because they're trying to beat Bama. I had a guy, um, I, I had a guy reach out to me today and be like, yeah, Campbell, I heard he's a, actual candidate for the Auburn job, but why in the hell would Matt Campbell go to Auburn? That's maybe the dumbest. Gus Malzahn's a good coach and he just got run off today. Why would anybody go? Oh, what? So what's your goal every year? You have to beat Nick Saban. Okay. That seems genius, right? Like to me, um, I think longevity is really important. And we said this, if, if Texas wasn't going to get Urban Meyer, we, we both thought that they were better off. Sticking yep. with Tom. Yep, and I think you know we'll see. They they still have. I mean, they were impressive in person from a just a talent standpoint. I, um, their defense be was getting yeah, better. It was getting better. I Ash is a Ash good coach. Does a nice job. So they'll be a they'll be a threat next year. I mean, quarterbacks the question there. So I've got a little theory. Okay. Our old buddy Charlie Brewer decided to yeah, I saw that. transfer. He's from Austin. Yeah. Yeah. That's I don't a, know. I mean, it just seems like he would he would fit. He in would well. be perfect. For what now? Maybe he's he basically hates. Sam Ellinger light. Who knows yeah. if he gets along with Tom? I don't know. But he's also probably a little more. You know what you're going to get. Sure, I don't. I, so that would not surprise Ellinger's me. Ellinger is a little more of a wild card, is what I'm saying. Yeah, there's a little more Purdy in Ellinger than. Sure. Than Brewer. Yeah, up more up more upside for sure in, in Ellinger, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Uh, Brewer is a solid player. So that, anyway, I think that's something to keep an eye on where Brewer ends up. Maybe goes to an SEC school and experiences something different. I don't, who knows? Yeah. That's that, that's the thing, Chris. This offseason is going to be nutty. I was told by people going all over the place. I was told by a Division One head coach, and it's not Matt Campbell, um, that he believes the next like three years are going to be just as far as transfers go off the charts because all the, I mean, Iowa state's going to sign like 22 kids or whatever the number is. None of them have visited. Right. Officially. So you get there. Some of those guys, you know, have been on junior days and stuff like that. Sure. There's, there's actually a decent number of Iowa kids in this class. Yeah. And, um, did you listen my with Pollard, my interview with Pollard yes. last week? Yes. I thought we had a pretty interesting talk about like Zoom and how it's changed recruiting. Completely. I mean, getting on campus is going to be more important to some kids than others, but I almost think that you can have a better relationship with your coaches now. Well, and, and if you, they're utilizing this stuff. We were talking earlier today, you told a story about getting a, you know, talking to the, the staff when they were recruiting Trevor Downing. Yeah, about a restaurant to eat at in Shenandoah. Yeah, like that seems pretty pointless. They, yeah. I mean, it was cool that they yes. would fly down to watch a basketball game, the Depot Deli that Trevor Downing played in for yeah. Preston down in Shenandoah. But still, it's like, is this really the they, most cost-effective yeah. way? They hadn't been in Ames long, and they're like, uh, Williams used to live down here, right? And I'm yeah. like, yeah. Where can we eat? Okay, well, we we'll get you some fried chicken, baby. Depot Deli. They enjoyed their time. And uh, Trevor Downing, they worked. And yes, they did. I can't wait to get him back on the football field. Um, it will not happen this Saturday against Oklahoma, but nonetheless, Bloom, uh, it was it was nice sitting around Saturday yes. and rooting for other teams it to was, lose. That was a blast. That, go, that was go, go pure, Tigers. Pure fun watching that LSU Florida game, knowing that okay. It matters, but it you know 
how much we we really don't know. It all d- depends on if Iowa State wins on Saturday. But to see Florida choke like that, thanks to the guy throwing a shoe. And if your first reaction was not the Austin Powers, who throws a shoe? I, honestly, then I don't I don't want to know you. It's funny. I didn't think that until. You have seen that movie, though, right? Oh, yeah. I've seen it all. Hold on real quick. We we want to give a shout-out to all of our... Go Tigers. 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 Thank you, Ed. Appreciate that, Coach. Great win for your program in the swamp based off of the guy throwing the shoe. Yeah, what a weird... And then my favorite part, actually, I thought of you, of all people... Because the guy who threw the shoe was mad. He didn't think that there should have been a penalty called. And I was thinking, like, man, I can just see Bloom right now being like, yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah With that, your, like, hand yeah, gesture, you're out of here. And the uh, <laughs> the official's like, he threw a shoe. That's my favorite part. The referee's like, oh, personal foul. Yeah, he threw a shoe. shoe 20 yards yep, down yeah, the field. Yeah. 15 <laughs> yards. That's a first down. That was that was a fun game to watch. But it mad. I mean, it could matter. Uh, we'll it, see. Here's the way I'm looking it at it. It actually helps at least if you lose. Well, my old deal, it's just that's one team you jump ahead of. Correct. I don't know if it gets Iowa State to the playoff, yeah. but it's a team that you jump ahead of. Iowa State was seven last week. They're going to be six, six this week. Should be. I mean, I, I, have a th- I have a theory that George is going to jump Iowa State this week. Because they pounded Missouri. the top 25 team. However, if Iowa State beats Oklahoma, they jump yeah. Georgia then again. Makes sense. It's just they're shuffling cards around a little bit to make everybody happy. Yeah. Which they will do. And you'll also watch them like sneak teams into the top 25 that yeah. shouldn't be. Yep. So that they can get a win over, you know, and it, and it makes, makes their job. Their resume look better. I, I did see um, you were bouncing around on Twitter, and I, and I agree with you. Like the Ohio State thing, the Florida loss is a great lesson to like you can't just assume they were a 24 point favorite and lost that game. Well, when you only have to play five games. In the regular season. Exactly. You know, your Louisiana game may have been canceled or whatever. And this, again, um, I sound like a broken record, but this is why they should have expanded the playoff. This is why um, I don't blame Ryan Day and Ohio State. I blame the Big Ten's leadership for putting their programs in this position. But I don't think that that's an SEC or a Big 12 program's fault. Right. And or it's an like, ACC. It's whatever. like... Yeah, I got a 4.0 this semester, but I only took, you know, two classes. Walking and golf. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, but yeah. you didn't, that that doesn't add up. Like, it's not That's the not same. the same as chemistry, a chemistry major. And, and quite frankly, we all know this. If if that is any other school besides Ohio State, Alabama, or Clemson, they're not even in the top 10 mm-hmm. with their resume. They're not. No. Now, because they started out, everyone had this anticipation that Ohio State was going to be a top four program this year. They already have that preconceived notion, okay, they belong there. They didn't have to do anything to earn it, which potentially, okay, maybe that is they are responsible for that because they have that tradition of having success. And so, But this year, if you're just looking at solely this year, their resume does not belong at all. Five wins, they haven't been that impressive. I did the, the similarity. If you look at the last five games, uh, Team A and Team B, Team A and Team B are both 5-0, and oh, the average margin of victory for Team A was 25 points. For Team B was 22 points. The average strength of schedule for Team A was 59. For Team B was 63. Seems pretty equal. 
Team A is Iowa State. Team B is Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Plus, that doesn't even factor in the Oklahoma and, win and, and or the TCU swap win. Swap the scenario and give Iowa State that resume. Yeah. Are they in the top 15? <laughs> no. Not at all. So not either. even close. Not even close, but Ooh. it is what it is. We all understand the game we're playing here, and it's God, probably that, barking that up the Rudd wrong... tastes good tonight. It does, but, it, it, but here's Sorry. the thing. Regardless, okay, sure, the playoff is one thing, but this is a massive week for Iowa State because... You, you beat Oklahoma, you win a Big 12 championship, it's the best season in school history. Right there. Game over. It might already be that way, but this just puts an exclamation point on it. This is and the best school. I think, I think the eight and is. one, like the, I know it's not acknowledged, but the outright regular season title means something to me. It should. It should, absolutely. This would just really put the... The problem is locally, Iowa's winning too, so now you know how it goes. I'm not going to throw any of our media colleagues under the bus, but you know, I'm not. I'm not no. dismissing Iowa. Like they're playing really they good football. Playing, they're playing um, fine. But my my point is, you you know the, you know the talking points mm-hmm. though, and and that's that's Hope. that's why Iowa State just needs to go out and win. Right, just win it, win it outright. Because if then... not, like if Iowa State falls to the Alamo, and let's say Iowa could sneak into a New Year's Six. Me personally, like when I'm, Iowa State didn't play Iowa this year. It has nothing to do with them. However, locally, I'm, I'm looking at like the how it's going to be portrayed, Frame. and I, I could see the whole deal going. Well, even in your best season, like we're still in a better bowl game than you, right? And a lot of media members in the state will feel that way because a lot of them are Hawkeye fans, yeah. Which is fine. We're Iowa State fans, like we're acknowledging that. But I, I do think that's a real thing. Yeah, for sure. And I, it, it's interesting. I think these next couple of days will be fun to watch. What is the national narrative on Iowa State? You saw a little bit. You saw like Reggie Bush defending Iowa State mm-hmm. yesterday, which was neat to see. But then you've seen some but of the old guard. By the way, he's terrible. Reggie I think Bush. Reggie Bush is one of the worst analysts in, in a prime like, spot. No, he, he, he likes the clones. Likes Iowa State. That's great. I I love like I just think his analysis is awful. <laughs> he's it's so surface level. Matt, Matt Liner, it's terrible too. Well, they both like Iowa State. No, that's great. Yeah. I, and I like those guys. Yeah. I like those guys. You're just saying just as pure. Analysts. I just think that they are not. Like, I'm a clack guy. By the way, uh, Robbie Hummel. Yeah. Phenomenal job on that game, just, I thought, on Friday. You just like him because he sounds like you do in <laughs> analysis. Dude, I probably have 20 people tweet that at me. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't hear it, and then when you tweeted Jeez. that, I was like, yeah, that actually, Hummel sounds and, a little bit I, like I, Anyways, no, thank you to the – that's the greatest – by the way, I think that that US, USC team, the, the one that won the Natty. Yeah. That might be the best college team I think oh, I've ever okay. seen. Now that one Miami team is right up there. The Willis McGahee one, I think. Yeah, 2000. Ba- I mean Bama's Bama's got there. They had some, but man, that USC. T- I, I'll, I'll put it this: way. Reggie Bush, in my like, probably let's say like fifteen years and older. Okay, is where I could really like pay attention. Okay, best. I think he's the best seen. player I've ever seen. He's t- yeah. I thought. Uh, Cam Newton's one year yeah. was just dominant. Now, film and stuff like Bo Jackson, Herschel Walker, yeah, even Troy would be in that type of category. Uh, you know, I, I mean, Ricky Williams was filthy. For me, Tommy Frazier was. Yeah. Because that, that's the best football player I've ever seen in my life. 
in college, but I've I saw him Reggie, all the time. That one year, Reggie was just electric. Yeah, I still remember that. The Fresno State. Fresno State. Game. Game. Yep. Yeah. Oh my god! So you felt like he was god. he was playing a different type of game than everybody else. That was that was great. But no, I think you know where, where does Iowa State get framed up here in the in the national conversation? Because you got you're gonna have some people uh, who are who are pissed because Coastal's not getting any love. Yeah. Um, you got some people who are be you know pro Ohio State. Others are going to be like, well, Iowa State lost twice. Oh, we, it's coming. I want Louisiana just to piss pound Coastal. I mean, that would be helpful. Yeah, truthfully, but you're well, getting, them winning over App State that night was huge. I just I would be curious the makeup of that that committee room, and we've talked about it a little bit. There is Big Twelve representation in that room. You're also now seeing C Dub some pushback from the power brokers in both the ACC and the SEC about Ohio State going, this is this is ridiculous. What are we doing here? Like, Dan Mullen loses the game for Florida yesterday. His first comment is, well, at least we play all of our games. Like, taking a direct shot at Ohio State. It's it's bullshit. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, it, it, it is. And again, but, I... But it's, it, I don't think it's going to matter. I don't either. And I can't even say... I, I don't know. They may be the second best team. They may be the first. I haven't seen enough. Po- that's not the point. No. That's and not the point. They could very well go into the playoff and win it. Like I'm, I've seen a four seed Ohio State do that before. Like I, but the point is, it's so unfreaking even yeah. this year, and that's why they needed to expand the playoff. But again, Bill Hancock and all those dinosaurs who make the decisions in this—they're not going to—they don't adapt. Well, and then and, I'm sorry, and, and money is still a factor. Yeah. And Ohio State is well, a national. T- they're putting on a they're putting on a TV, TV program. Show. It's a TV show. Yeah. So I, I think, and it, of, do you, like again, Fox lost twenty million, right, on not having Ohio State, Michigan this year. Do you think Fox was like, oh yeah, give us Indiana Northwestern <laughs> right. in the Big Ten title? You right. think Fox wasn't in their ear? Hell yes, they were. Sorry, this is right in my wheelhouse no, when we combine right. politics, TV, and. I, I just Here's I love I don't, it. This I, is this is a dream. I think I think Iowa State has a legitimate chance to beat Oklahoma and win a Big Twelve championship. I'd hate to have some of that shine worn off because they don't make a playoff. Oh, you know, I, I I don't I don't think, think so, I don't think it'll get that far. But I'm just I can just see how how the focus will be. Okay, Iowa State now won. Now let's get here. Um, I don't want it to be a disappointment if that because this is a historic season and it's just been. It's just been awesome, and I, I can't wait. It's going to be fun. Um, you know, you and I are both fortunate to be able to go. Yeah, I'm taking Dallas. a land jet got, on Thursday. You got your land jet. Um, Thursday morning, the land jet's picking me and Stansbury up, and we're uh, heading down there. Hit, hitching a ride And south. then we're going to watch. <laughs> I can't wait. Because Stansbury's a, a douchey Nebraska fan. You know that. Grew up. I, I don't want to throw him under the bus, but he grew up in Nebraska. <laughs> I don't fan. want to throw him under the bus, but he's a douche. I the my favorite sports story of 2020 is Nebraska having to go to <laughs> Rutgers on a Friday afternoon at three Play o'clock that. for the Champions Week at the Big Ten. Play the Benny Hill. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, Nebraska. The, the, oh the, my god! The school that fought so hard to have a season isn't that awesome and though? That the Big Ten's like. Hey, uh, away. Yeah, what are we what are we thinking about Nebraska right now? Hey, uh, I got an idea. I got a great idea. Uh, a week before Christmas Eve, we're gonna send you guys. Where's where does Rutgers play? Piscataway, New Jersey. Piscataway, New Jersey, for a three o'clock kick on a weekday <laughs> on the Big Ten Network. Suck it, Bill Moose.
Hey, 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 Frost, do you want to find another opponent now? <laughs> would, what would be better for Nebraska, to go to Piscataway or to go play at North Dakota State in the Dome? <laughs> would they be an underdog? To North to, Dakota State? Honestly, they, I, I just want I'm, I'm, I'm not being State's played one game. Yeah. Yes. I actually... They've got a they've got a first round quarterback. Yeah, hell yeah, they do. Trey Lance. He. I haven't seen the line for Nebraska Rutgers, but I just thought it was the greatest story ever. I, it's really on three o'clock on Friday. Three o'clock on Friday, because I texted Stansberry. I'm like, man, we gotta we gotta hustle on Friday to get all of our work done, so I can watch, watch you get watch you get drunk and cry. Is Nebraska loses? They're gonna lose that game. Shiano's gonna beat them. You mark my word. Shiano will coach in circles around what, Scott who, Frost. Who can they blame then? Is Scott Frost the biggest fraud in college football? Are we learning this? I mean, what are the, who do they, they Because I always had his back. Like, I was always a, oh, he'll get this thing turned around deal. They got smoked by a Minnesota team that was just ravaged by COVID. What about Illinois that just fired Lovey Smith, just went in there and kicked the shit out of him a couple weeks ago? <laughs> Thanks for playing, Nebraska. Enjoy your sellout streak. Does that count? Probably. Like, do they keep that? Know. Like, since they, in theory, they, couldn't have they fans? They will, because it's the only thing they have to um, hitch their wagon to these days. Here's what I'd like folks to do as you get ready for Christmas. Uh, we told you about my, my buddy Ray in Farm Story Meets, farmstorymeets.com. We, we already... Completely put um, the Van Veen folks at max capacity. Awesome. To the point where they were like, hey, uh, the Chris. The chocolate folks. Uh, could you not mention us again? Because we're getting slammed. Well, there goes my. Uh, no, you can just. You still make You got. Because I'm trying to get like the mother-in-law. Oh, that's the, perfect. The Van Veen. Yeah. Well, you know what you should do? She doesn't listen. Does she eat meat? Yeah. This is what you should. Uh, our good friend of the program, uh, Sean Jankowski, yep. gave a Ooh, order like from idea. Farm Story Meats to a relative for Christmas. You can go in there. I'm, I'm on it right now. FarmStoryMeats.com. You click on the meat shop, mm-hmm. and they've got like a holiday box. They've got mm. Ray's favorites, which are. Um, it's like a combination of things. Uh, you've got bacon. We've got brats, cheddar brats, ribs. And they See, ship, I, them, I gotta they ship them. Too. And they ship them right to your door. Okay. So get your Christmas um, meals this way, and you're supporting a really a hyper local company. A young kid, Ray Ray Schmidt is his name. His family has a farm, and he, I think it's genius. And I'm I'm praying that Ray lets me buy into his company. At some point, because I think it's genius. People love this state. They love supporting local. And this is, he sent me some stuff, like some of his jerky and brats. Quality. Oh, my. It's the jerky we had at Thanksgiving that I put yeah, out on the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Farmstorymeats.com. Could, you, could, could he still turn it around? Would yes. Say this, the 13th, 21st. 14th? 21st. Oh, wow. Okay. December 21st. And that, uh, it's free if you're, if you're close enough. So there you go. Farmstorymeats.com. Let's you're going to go to the store anyways. Correct. For Christmas. So why wouldn't you let's say you're gonna make a ham or a chicken or whatever. Why wouldn't you do it this way? They have holiday hams. They're beautiful looking hams. 
Oh my god, this is a good looking ham. Oh my god, I'm gonna buy some spare ribs and get me some baby backs. I'm gonna throw them both on there. That's how Daddy's check doing it. Christmas this year. Check out that cart. Uh, farmstorymeats.com. Also, you want to look fresh. Well, nobody's really doing Christmas this year, but you still want to look fresh. I'm going I, down this week. I went to Franklin Barbershop like a week and a half ago. I think I might go before Thursday, though. Yeah, I, I, go. I think I want to get freshened up. You got you to feel your best. That's the thing about COVID. A lot of guys like are just lounging around in their house right now. What are you? And you want your wife to just think that, oh, look, I married a pile of crap. No, you need to have that fresh cut, and you go to Franklin Barbershop, at 2701 Beaver Avenue in Des Moines. You can go to franklinbarbershop.com. You can book your appointment. You just walk right in. And you don't know. Maybe they're watching The Price is Right. Maybe they're watching like 1985 WrestleMania. Maybe they're... Uh, Lord of the Rings, last time... Lord of the Rings, the last time Bloom is there. I've seen it when they're playing... um, You know, they got like the um, uh, Oregon Trail going on. All kinds of stuff. You never know what you're going to get into when you go to the Franklin Barbershop. Phenomenal people, Iowa State fans, and they love it when Cyclone Fanatics go in there and support them, and we love it when you support them as well. Uh, okay. Uh, Big 12 championship game. I, well, I, I want to make sure we do some basketball. I do want to hit on National Signing Day as well. Do you have any final thoughts on this game? Keep in mind, folks, that it's only Sunday. We're yeah. going to have more hard-hitting analysis on this game. We might even twist Bloom's arm. I mean, if there's ever a time for you to write a column. Yeah, I just don't know if I have the words, honestly. To I kind of gave my words last week. Well, like I, I feel like I... And our, our buddy Adam Gray has a point, okay? That you only write when things are really good? Yeah, and when I and then when I write a hype, a hype column, it, it, goes, it goes poorly. Oh, the next day. I mean, it's been. I'm pretty pretty good about you know when I write a you know get pumped column, the the result is not great. So, and I haven't written one. I haven't really written much at all this year, Chris. I've been kind of doing this podcasting, and it's worked. So I might just, I might just uh, stay with the superstition. Have you ever watched the Seinfeld where George always goes out on a high note? You know, I don't watch a lot of Seinfeld, but I I understand the reference. Now that we've helped people. Oh, wait, these stupid ads that come on before the YouTube clips. Give me a second. <laughs> All these internet companies trying to make money. And it gets worse. The team working George on the statue in Lafayette Square kind of over smoothed it. They ground the head down to about the size of a softball. <laughs> and that spells trouble. All right, well, why don't we smooth the head down to nothing, stick a pumpkin under its arm, and change the nameplate to Ichabod Crane. <laughs> George just gets up and leaves the meeting because he told a funny joke. <laughs> That's Bloom. So here's no, I'm not going to ruin it. I think that you're. I think that you. I don't want to give you a big head. I think you're one of the most immensely talented human beings I've ever been around, and it makes me sick sometimes. Like Bloom would like Bloom would study for a test for like ten minutes. I'd study for four hours. I would get a B. Bloom would get an A. And that's just that's just how it goes. But he's playing you guys. So the reason you all have such high opinions of Bloom is because <laughs> the only time you hear from him is when things are really good. <laughs> Name the last time you've read a Bloom yeah. column when the clones are... Wait, what, did Bloom write a column after the game on Friday night? Hell no. 
No. Don't don't give away my secrets on the air like this. <laughs> Hold on, I got one more for you here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it for me. We got everybody. Here, hearing a laugh track oh, is, is so old school. Old. Yeah, it's very nineties. Um, now so maybe that's a maybe. It's a firm maybe. So you're not. But we right. are having. I might. Does see? We'll see. We get it. I'm it's not. A, it's a. It's a big. I mean, I'm man. not going to ask anybody to do predictions. No, nothing like that. I will say. I mean, the, so just from a game standpoint, I didn't realize I looked it up today. Oklahoma has been dominant, dominant this year against the run. Yeah, in every uh, game. Oh yeah. Like it. This is not. Dude, their D line is sick. It is really, really good, and it's it's gotten from when Iowa State saw them, they were very good. Now they're great. They have just shut people down on the run. So I think from a schematic standpoint. Brees Hall is always a factor, but it's coming down to to Purdy again. Like he's got a he he has been so good. On the good. other side, obviously. Yeah, and then the other side, I mean, you got to hold him. I mean, but the, that's the other thing. Oklahoma's offense not nearly as potent, in my opinion, as it was. You know, Mayfield, then uh, Murray, then Hurts. The, the now Rattler's very talented. I, I I think this game there. Is you know could be in the upper twenties, not necessarily in the thirties. I I would encourage our listeners to do your own research and not just listen to the talking heads. Correct. Because I I swear to God that a lot of the people commentating on Oklahoma have not watched them play. Did they? I agreed. Uh, the I mean, there's a lot of people. Out, well, I mean, you know, Rattler finally figured it out. No. Honestly, he's, he's really about the same guy. The difference is well Alex said. Grinch and that defense. They're a lot smarter. Two things. When we saw them in September, they had a lot of guys out for like disciplinary reasons, yep. stuff like that. They've gotten back to full strength, and they've gotten smarter. So that was one of the things that yep. Iowa State, I thought Tom Manning called a beautiful game against Oklahoma that first time around. They got they had Oklahoma guessing, right, in, in spots like that. Uh, they're not guessing as much. Now, I do think Iowa State is probably the best offense that they've played. The second most yards per play allowed by Oklahoma this year. More Kansas State? Um, I think it was. Which is insane, was a, was a, if you think about it. Fluke. Totally different deal right. uh, with, with that scenario. Yep. Here's what excites me. I think this is what I'm going to write a little bit more about this week, Brent, is I like the fact that both of these teams have gotten so much better since that first game. I like the fact, um, sure, it would be fun to beat the shit out of Oklahoma State or whatever. If you want, I'm a, hold on one second. Now I got this, I got this YouTube thing going. You just fired him off. I have have a feeling of what you're going to play. Well, I got to go to my WWF. I got to go to my WWF roots here. Well, I'll kiss your boots if you can do it. But to be the man, you got to beat the man. And I'm saying, woo, right here. I'm the man. This is Lincoln Riley. You're going to be mine. Woo, woo, woo. I don't want to limp into this thing. I want to win the damn championship and I want to stomp on their grave. And what an opportunity. I mean, for... Obviously, it hasn't played in this game ever, and now you want to play Oklahoma to do it. Beat him twice. How many? How many in a row has Oklahoma won? <sighs> Hold on. Let me. I mean, it's it's several, but I'm trying to think who was the last non-Oklahoma team to win the Big Twelve championship. 
Um, I mean, was it? It would have had to have been a can't Baylor. No, I don't think they won it. Robert Griffin State. never won it. Yeah, man. Was we'll it Texas? Up. Was it? Uh, was it? Well, it's not Texas. Big. Hold on. Big Twelve. I'm trying to find it here. Point is, Oklahoma's won a bunch in a row. Was it TCU? Did they ever win uh, one? I don't know, man. All right, uh, you go back to 2009, Texas. 2009 is the last time Oklahoma didn't win it. That can't be right. Well, they didn't have a game there for a while. Oh, that's true. You know, they, they, yeah, they cut right. the thing they out. Did. They didn't. They re... Yeah, it was, to, it, yeah. it was that Texas game where Nebraska supposedly decided they were going to leave the Big 12. <laughs> that's right. Do you remember the, that? Cause the, the clock situation. Yeah. I'll never forget where I was. But even before that, though, Brent, let's go back to this. Here's your stat. Um, you have to go back to 2004... Or 2003 is the last time that a Texas nor Oklahoma team won the Big 12 championship game. Wow. And you mean like Texas as in like University of? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. That was K-State and Darren 2004. Sproles. Yeah. 2003 was K-State. Do you remember Oklahoma was ranked first? Yeah. And in just, the country. They just they put piss the screws them. on them. Um, that was, in, and then that was in an arrowhead. And then 04 and 05 were the tough ones for Iowa State because Colorado went both years. Yep. And then um, you go to 06. Do you remember Oklahoma, Nebraska? I remember that in Arrowhead. Yep. Um, Slugfest. Missouri was the, Missouri was the number, number one. one ranked team yeah, in the country. Dominated. In 2007. Uh, Missouri lost to Oklahoma 62 to 21 in 2008. And then it was that 13 to 12 Texas, Nebraska wow. game. Yeah, and then they didn't have a game from 2011 to, right. 2007, to 2017. They brought it back. So that re- that's cr- so. What an opportunity again! Like there has not been. I mean, gosh, it's a long time. So, I I mean I, I agree. I mean, if you want to win this thing, beat Oklahoma doing it. It's only going to make it sweeter in the end. I agree. Could not. But agree. we'll have what we've got. Monday night, we've got the championship preview show with guys a lot smarter yes. than us. So that's why I was glad you brought that. We are going to, on Twitter, Facebook, Cyclone Fanatics front page, YouTube, the Cyclone Fanatic Championship Week preview show. Here's one thing I'll Brett say. Brett Meyer, Todd Blythe, Bloom, and myself. That's coming up on Monday night live at 8 o'clock. Iowa State does not need to play an A game to win. I think that highly of Iowa State. Now... What do they have to play? I think, you know, the spread is where we thought it would be. So, at the last I saw was six, which I think is giving Oklahoma a little bit of inflation for the brand. But I think it's probably appropriate just based on what Oklahoma has done. But I think Iowa State is playing as good a football over the last month as just about anybody. And so I think this is going to be a complete just knockout, drag out. And who, who's tougher in the end? And this is why I like Iowa State. And you look at four quarters. The Texas game is a good example of Iowa State was not, you know, they they had every right to just give up at some point, but they kept fighting. I think this goes right down the end again. And I like Iowa State's toughness in fourth quarters because Oklahoma hasn't really been in that four quarter type of game since that Iowa State game. So it should be a should I, be a good one. I think too. One one thing I want to study more as we lead up to kickoff eleven o'clock on Saturday is. The issues that John Haycock and the defense have been able to give 
much better Oklahoma offenses than this year. Now, yeah. I, I, I'm not naive. Like, I, I know that they're going to be good. Yeah, they got on, some guys. Uh, yeah, I, I, I know that, and I'm terrified. But the best, the best of the best, Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, Iowa State has found a way to give that um, – At least a – Give a, them problems. Some, a pause. Yeah. So, anywho, um, that that's something I, I'd like to keep an eye on. Real quick, uh, current um, – Big 12 championship results in the in the Big 12 championship games. Uh, so you did have some former members win the game. Nebraska won two of them. Yep. Colorado won one of them, and Texas A&M won one of them. Other than that, uh, of the current members of the league, Oklahoma has 12 oh uh, appearances. Yeah. Uh, let's go to wins, right? Uh, 10 wins. Texas has three wins. Kansas State has one win. That's it. Of the current members. Yeah. That's crazy. So here's my cut. This is what I'm going to write about. This is a chance to do. Yeah, this is wild. And this puts you then. Yeah. So we always talk about, right, you're, you're competing against, obviously, the big dogs, but everybody else. The Big 12 is a tiered system. Oklahoma and Texas are always going to be at the top of that tier. They're not moving from there. It's really teams three through ten that if Iowa State wants to sustain the success, has to stay, you know, in that right below Oklahoma and Texas tier. You're going to beat them like you have this year. But you have to be ahead of, of TCU, and you have to be ahead of, of teams like K-State. And this this could put Iowa State, you know, put give them an edge for not only this year but for years to come. This is a huge opportunity. Real quick, uh, final sponsorship read we have, uh, GravitateCoworking.com. Uh, I want to give you guys a shout-out uh, to Gravitate Coworking, GravitateCoworking.com. Really a fascinating. Uh, I was talking about Farm Story Meats earlier. This is one that I'd like to have some ownership in as well. I think it's brilliant, especially when you're you're looking to the future. Uh, I talk often about I wouldn't want to be in commercial real estate right now. I just think that a lot of people, a lot of businesses are finding out right now, man, our people can be productive remotely. Not everybody wants to just sit at their house, though. (laughs) God, no. I hear hear that. You got to get out. And at GravitateCoworking.com, it's it's brilliant. Now, Bloom, you've actually been there. Describe the um, working environment at Gravitate Coworking in Des Moines. Modern workspace with all the amenities. So they got your printers, you got your great Wi-Fi. Uh, Collaborative spaces. They got beer. rooms, beer, coffee, great views, and good people. I mean, that's the thing is like a lot of times it's maybe it's not just your industry, but if you want to bounce a couple things, I mean, business is business, right? Like you're all trying to to generate revenue, minimize expenses, and and, and develop relationships. Well, even if it's not your company, other people, like-minded individuals want to do the same thing. Bada boom, GravitateCoworking.com. This pandemic is coming to an end. Vaccines. We got vaccines. We got back. I got a fever. Pfizer. (laughs) And the only prescription is a COVID vaccine. Do I get it? Or is it just like, hey, Williams, you got the antibodies, bro? I think you're at the back of the line. Back of the line. All right. I can't be the only one who every time uh, they they see Pfizer, they think of Marcus and not the vaccine. (laughs) This is true. Pfizer stuffs it over Mim. You, uh, I'd like to get um, Pfizer and uh, Jake Sullivan on a podcast sometime. That'd be a lot of fun. Um, okay. I, oh, buddy. Real quick. Um, 
I do want to hit on National Signing Day. I gave our uh, – this is another plug for our Patreon members. Are there, are there guys from the state of Iowa? In <laughs> there are. Okay. And they know what it means to play in Jack Trice Stadium, I can assure you. <laughs> Brock Purdy hasn't. He does not. Brees Hall didn't have a clue. But I'll tell you what, damn it. These guys on Iowa State's recruiting class coming up in football who there are There actually Iowa. are several Iowa guys. Yeah, there. Um, real quick, and – Again, uh, this is why I think that it's I think it's very valuable to be a member of our Patreon group and also the premium message board. If you're more of the message board follower and you like those conversations, I give this stuff up early on in yep. in this process, and I'll often talk about it later on. Sometimes you, there's there's things out there that are fluid that I can't necessarily report to the masses. Um, but this is a good opportunity. Fully expect Iowa State to um, full to sign its entire recruiting class coming up on Wednesday. Um, I I have information. There's a huge amount of young men who are going to be enrolling early. I have all that information on the premium message board, also at Patreon. I think those are at like the ten dollar levels or or wherever you, Man, to get that. And what a year to have. People enroll early. Yes, no doubt. Because you, it's it's hard to. Yeah, you know. Well, I actually thought like because my thing was like, but fewer guys enroll early because everything's just so crazy. But it was the opposite. There's a lot. And one other thing, uh, the sports performance center is slated to open in February or March, which. I can't tell you the difference that's going to make from just a space standpoint. Uh, that that will really help. It's helped this recruiting class, but I mean, Iowa State's basically tripling the size of its locker room, among other things. Point being, getting those guys to enroll in early, you'll have that one-stop shop to to have a spot on campus to not only do the academics, but the nutrition, the the weight training, all that stuff's going to be in one place. So. Uh, getting those guys in early acclimated no will help. No doubt. Um, so th- yeah, that's really all. Iowa State did get a commitment over the weekend, another offensive lineman out of the state of Iowa, which was great to see. Uh, really highly touted kid. Um, and then you said they lost the kicker. The kicker. Yeah. Kicker decommitted to commit to Colorado. Why would a kicker want to go to Colorado? The air. You know, it knocks kick the it, ball down. You, or does, you know, it, go, get, does it go farther? It, yeah. it goes farther yeah, in Colorado? Num- the numbers get boosted. So, like, I mean, Mason Crosby, mm-hmm. uh, Katie. Katie Nida, the kicker. Remember her? Oh, remember? She was the, the Vanderbilt kicker before the Vanderbilt kicker. But why, she never did anything. But why does everybody say, why doesn't anybody ever talk about her? I don't know. Kate, Katie Nida is getting kind of disrespected in the whole uh, Fuller conversation for Vandy. Katie Do you Nida, remember Katie Knight had never did kick? I don't think she actually kicked in the game, though. Oh, she never actually. Because Gary Barnett, he had a great quote. The, well, it was actually an awful quote, but it, it was great in the sense that it's lived in infamy. Oh yeah, and I still remember to this day. I can't find it on. It's not on YouTube. Well, I remember it verbatim when he says, "Katie wasn't just a girl. Katie was terrible." <laughs> yes, exactly. That was the That's, quote, was right? The quote. I, not only was she a girl, she was terrible. Yeah. Which is a horrible thing to say, Gary. <laughs> just a horrible thing to say. God, I remember it one. I was Katie, so stupid. Was like it I, K-N-I-D-A? I think Katie Nida? Yeah. Anyway. 
anyways, okay, it makes yeah. sense for this kid to go. Why? Why in the hell would you go? To, well, nobody watches. Cal- but nobody California. watches the Pac-12. He's from California. I don't Pac-12 know. Pac-12 football. Come Point on, is, Iowa it's State needs garbage. Iowa State either. So Connor Sally is a senior. <laughs> we gotta get us out. We gotta get can the ass get, man back. The ass man can come back for one more the year. Yes. Well, he's not going pro. This is it for the ass man. Like he could come back. He could. And this is where, like, I like with the kickoff thing. I'd love to like talk to Matt about this and be like, "Can't you like you're you're really telling me that on there's thirty thousand kids at Iowa State that, that you don't there's not yeah. one dude who can kick it out of the end zone on that campus who would love to play for the Cyclones. The Nettles kid's been better. Yeah, but he ain't kicking it out of the end zone. He's not quite. Out of Shout the out to Lewis Central. You know, I'm a Hawkeye. Oh, is he, guy. Is he Lewis? Yeah, Central? Bond coached him. He Bond's the special teams go. coordinator. Like, you know, I'm not trying to crap all over no, my friend's kicker not. here. Of course not. But, like, there's not one guy on that campus who can't kick it out of the end zone. I don't know. I was thinking he's a kicker, though. <laughs> so here's the thing. Somebody, I think it was it was our, our buddy our buddy Ted Flint. Maybe it was Ted Flint. If, if there's a controversial poll question, it's probably coming from oh, yeah. Ted Flint. Or the Murph and Andy Twitter. Or the Murph and Andy Twitter. We have nothing to talk about. <laughs> Those guys just stir Let's the pot. stir the well, pot. I mean, who would win between Iowa's, yeah. uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta, hey, look at me. I'm over here. I'm Iowa. Um, uh, I love no, giving Sally, shit. 39-yard Sorry, field. I'm swearing a lot more, but I know yeah, Dine doesn't care. And like, whatever. We're having a good time. We're just having some Cody Rhodes. Down one. 39-yard field goal to win the Big 12 championship. How comfortable are you with the ass man? What, how long? 39. 39 yards. I'm comfortable. Comfortable? I'm more comfortable with the ass man in that spot than I am like a random PAT. Interesting. He's proven to be very good in clutch situations. Inside of 40 yards. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 50? I don't like it. No. I'm not. We're not but, kicking at 50. I don't... Uh, but you, you, you know what I'm saying though. Assman seems to miss random, just extra points, and then you just lose your mind. But then he will redeem himself. He has, he's, he has had a good career. He's had a very nice career, he and he's nice made career. a lot of clutch kicks. Yes. So I, yeah, I like said, it. I don't want it coming down to a field goal. No, on Saturday, especially I had really bad omens today with the Vikings game. Oh man, because they like. They outplayed them for most of the game. Yeah. But when you miss three field goals and a PAT in the NFL, like it just changes everything. You can't do that against Tom Brady. And I did have bad omens. Like it's like I've really been trying, Brent, to not be as negative. I was having a conversation with a really good friend today. And this friend was like, man, like you really are. Because she was watching the um, the Vikings game. Yeah. She's like, you're really a tortured soul, you like are. with sports. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I am. And this is why I expect everything to be bad. All the th- it, it, it's, it's the same thing. You know, my wife's a veterinarian, right? If a dog has been abused its entire life, when it comes into the clinic, it's scared to death of people. I'm scared to death of my sports teams in big spots because I've been kicked so many times. We don't need to hear that negativity right now. Why? Well, you We're brought trying, it up. You're taking it. You surgery. literally just asked me. <laughs> you taking, literally just asked me this, and then I started taking, thinking of Dan Bailey. Taking a turn to negative. I now. had a friend text me after the Dan Bailey thing. Jonathan, um, great furniture guy, by the way, makes great wooden. He made my bar and yep, really yep. good stuff. Um, 
He's like, hey, uh, I didn't mean to bring it up. He goes, hey, it's uh, Blair Walsh, Dan Bailey, or Gary Anderson. Who do you got? It's like, you know what? Screw you, Jonathan. I'm sorry for bringing it up. It's not involved. So now you're putting this mojo on me on Big 12 Championship. We're not involving field goals on Saturday. What is that over under, real quick? I haven't seen it yet. I don't know. Is it still four and a half? Uh, It's up to six. Last I saw. Good. Right? Let that thing get over a touchdown and pound the Cyclones. I mean, Oklahoma's got a little, little, they're they're properly rated, but they're also a little overrated, (sighs) if that can be a thing from the general, the general fan. Yeah, uh, well, because again, they're not watching the games. 50, they think that this is the Baker Mayfield. Actually, that's a good. I thought this would be higher. Interesting. Fifty-eight and a half is all, which is low by Big Twelve standards. Hmm. Yeah, I think I might play the. Well, I mean, the first time, first time ended up sixty-nine or sixty-eight. <laughs> I say, if you're going to drop sixty-nine, that you better be confident. Yes. <laughs> No, it's 38-31, right, team? I think I'm right. I think you're right. Um, 37-30, sorry. 37 If it's at 58, wouldn't you play the over? I don't It's. I don't know. I mean, man, the, the defenses have both been dominant lately. What about, uh, like, the importance? Uh, like, Iowa State doesn't win that game without Kenny Nwangu. Oh, for sure. You know, like, just plays like yep. that in – not screwing it up on the other. I got to go back and rewatch that one because that was a hell of a game. But a lot had to go right for Iowa State. Yeah, it wasn't like this convincing. No, but Iowa State's a lot better than they were then. I think Iowa. And State, so is Oklahoma. Again, Iowa State is playing lights out football right now. I would agree. All right, should we talk about basketball real quick before we? I think we need to. Yeah, um, have a powwow. I'll, I'll put it like this: This is where I'm at with the team right now. I. Th- I, I did a pretty lengthy instant reaction pod where I gave a lot of thoughts, especially on the Sullivan stuff. Um, so you guys go back and listen to that. It, it wasn't like just, oh, we stink after Iowa. I gave a lot of thoughts on the team. But, um, you know, here's where I am. that Everybody's dealing with the COVID stuff. This isn't just an Iowa State thing. So, like, you can't really use that, and nor will I. I will say this. We knew, we, and if you've listened to Bloom and me on this pod, we we thought this team would struggle early in the season. I my expect I picked them ninth in the Big Twelve, so clearly my expectations were pretty low. Um, I want to. How do I feel in like February? Yeah, like do I feel like this thing's going like just as it, a program? Yes. Yeah. At the end of last year, um, didn't feel great because I'm looking at. Tyrese leaving, I'm looking at what's coming back, and I didn't know what would happen on the recruiting trail, and I was a little bit terrified. I feel like this year could be different because I do like these freshmen. We need to give them time. Uh, I think the Johnson kid is really showing some flash. We need to give him a little time. And with this kid that they have coming in next year, the top 50 kid, I think you need to open your eyes a little bit. Um, So, like, to me – yeah, that sucked. I actually, for 30 minutes, they vastly exceeded my expectations in that game. Now, Luca Garza came back and played out of his mind. This team doesn't want to play defense. They're going to have to. I think you have to open your eyes and realize that George Condon is regressing. There's stuff like that that you have to pay attention to. But for me, Brent, talk to me. Yeah, it's so hard to judge now. February, and I'm, and then I'm going to have a much clearer opinion. 
Where, it, where are you at? No, I yeah, I'm somewhere. I'm in that same ballpark. the The concern for me is, you know, this is now a theme, and maybe maybe it's just the way it has to be. Is you know, Iowa State just has not been great outside of the one year when Monte was a senior, and and it stretches stretches with that that THT Shayok team where they just haven't defended or rebounded very well. And again, you're looking at just really porous numbers on that end. And, you know, they haven't had a lot of time to practice or play together, but just, I just gotta, they gotta be better on that end. Like they, and, the, and I think for me, that comes down to, you know, you, you need athletes to play defense. Sure. That helps, but it comes down to an attitude and an effort situation and, you know, not just having that ability to close out possessions by guarding and rebounding it just is frustrating, and I think it's correctable, but yet we haven't seen it really corrected. And so that's what I want to see. I mean, I, I've seen it from, I think Coleman Land, you know, plays really hard. I think Javon Johnson plays hard. Tyler Harris plays hard. He's just had limitations, obviously. But they got to get Condit or Young to just want it somehow. Is that coaching? Is that the player? Is it an attitude thing? I don't know. I don't know what comes down to, but they, they need those guys to just have like a little kick ass to them. I was, and, and I was going to use the mother with the F word. Yeah, after. I mean, they, they just that's don't. That's what they need to be. And, you know, those young guys, they can't, you can't expect them to do it yet, but they, they need young or condit to just give them a little something. Maybe even Regier Bolton, give them a little more on that, that toughness standpoint. And, there's just little things here and there. It's just like, man, we're, it's, it seems like a, the Groundhog Day. We're doing the same thing over and over again. I think the pieces are better this year. I think the, the guys are talented. This week's big, though, because you play a K-State team at, ho- at home that's not very good. you got to win that game. If you lose that game, then. It gets, it gets tough. It gets tough in a hurry because West Virginia is dominant, and I'm, I'm not if, even if putting you, expectations. No, if games. you lose, uh, sort of guy, if you lose to Kansas State – you're an underdog in every game the rest of the year in the Big 12. Maybe it's TCU at home, but yeah. Okay. Right. Maybe I know. a three-point favorite. Yeah, I, like, say, you're, I, I, I do don't think, think they'd lose every game. I don't want you guys to think, but like, you see what I mean? And I, it's, I, I, it's not a standpoint where like, oh, you know, Prome has lost this team or anything. It's nothing like that. They just haven't had time yeah, to play. They I need agree. to play. That's what I'm saying. Like, so I want to give it that. And if like in February, I we t- all have no hope for next year, then we point. got a problem. Because I like, I like Dubar. I think he's got a chance. I think Walker's giving you something. Foster had a, a four, Dude, five in a stretch where he was really yeah. good. He still has no idea what he's doing on defense, which is expected. As a freshman, I would even say on offense, he's kind of just running around a little bit. Yeah, but you don't ex- again. God, he looks good. He's got the, he's got that he's ability, huge. and he's a so I think. Listen, they've got pieces. They just got to put them together, and they got to have time to do it. Unfortunately, there's no time this year. There is zero time, and it's frustrating because it's gonna. There's gonna be moments where like these guys just aren't very good, but it's, it's a time thing. But I agree with you. If we're in February, we're having the same conversation where it's the same Groundhog Day over and over. You know, at that point, you got to be a little bit more uh, heavy-handed. But I think for now, let's just let's just see where it goes. It all too, it just comes like with personal expectations. Where were you at going into the year? Mine were very low. I 
I don't know about yours. You have a, you're in a hard spot because you do a lot of games on TV, yeah, so I won't put you there. No, but like, I know. But like it, mine were like I, I honestly thought like best case for this team, maybe you could climb up to sixth. Yeah, but again, It'd be like potentially on the bubble. I think the one area, it doesn't seem like an offensive problem, which is good. Yeah, these guys can hit shots. We saw that even in that stretch the other night. The problem was Luca Garza barely played. Iowa hit three threes in the first half, and you were down 11. Right. So you've got to take care of the ball. Again, preventable things. Take care of the ball when you can. And then rebound and and just be a little tougher. Now, where does the toughness thing come from? Like, Is it the player? Is it inherent in the player? Or is it with the coach? I'll say this. I would have liked Steve after that game. To come out and just be like, this is unacceptable. We need to... It's not him, I know, but like, just set the tone. But the problem is these guys are so young, they haven't played yet. You don't want to kill them. You don't You're just right. want to ruin... You can't... You can't ruin the confidence in, right and now. And what do we know? They are, yeah. like, they could be working their ass off in practice and we have no yeah. clue. Like, and, and by the way, Iowa is a top five offense really, in the country. Yeah. And they their efficiency is off they, the charts. And they, and they just... They dismantled I, Iowa State. I think at this day, right now, I think they're the best team in the country. Yeah, I mean, off maybe on offense. I I still I'm think sa- if you put like let's do it, let's play the Sweet Sixteen right now. I'm not. I'm still not buying it because okay. I think they. I don't think they guard at all, and Iowa State exposed them for a stretch. And Iowa State's not even near Gonzaga yet. Well, like, Gonzaga, they all got Rona, right? But uh, you know, Again, listen, Iowa, really... Iowa is elite. Iowa I'm is sorry, elite on like, I don't trust me. I don't want Fran McCaffrey to win a national championship. Trust I think me. they are elite on offense. I think they have a long, long ways to go on defense. And when you and when you don't play both sides of the floor, we saw it with Fred. Yeah, like eventually you run up against it where you're not making all those shots, and then what? You're right, and you're gonna have the Texas Tech games and the UAB games, yeah. and the the, the the road is not uh, is not just golden for Iowa at this point. However. They've got, got. They're going to get got guys, but that Big Ten's loaded. Oh, they're, they're going to lose a bunch prove. of games. Yeah, yeah. This, the, they will, and they'll they'll probably lose. Honestly, I think they'll lose to Gonzaga on Saturday, even after the Rona stuff. I, yeah. So we'll see. I think Gonzaga is the best team in the country. So more from that aspect like, than anything. Oh, I respect you. Watch more basketball than I do. I've quickly. I, and I don't. Tra- I have, honestly, no, I have greatly transformed <laughs> into a football guy. Yeah. Ten years ago, I was not. I was a basketball guy. I've I've quickly. I watch three times the amount of football now, like tape and stuff that I do basketball. But, um, do you really think like you've watched enough basketball to be that matter of fact on who's the best team in the country? Because I just feel like with I Fair. can't I can't get a read on anything. I'm not. I will say I'm. Just, I'm not challenging you. I'm just saying like I've tried. And I, I don't have a clue because the season's so rigid. From what I've seen previous years and then the couple of times I've seen them, Gonzaga has little to no weakness. Okay. They play both I love ends. Hugh. Hugh's great. They got big guys. Somebody Suggs needs is, to do it. Suggs a, is a top five pick. Like, they've got guys. Somebody needs to do a really in-depth book or documentary on that program. Because remember when they used to be like a 12 seed? We were like, oh, they upset Creighton. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, I remember they beat Creighton. In the, it was a huge deal to us in Western Iowa because we were all Creighton and Dana Altman fans. Look it up. Uh, as the Pac-12 basketball has gone downhill, Gonzaga's benefited. They're getting all the best players on the West Coast now. Well, you want to talk about a conference that's just struggling. 
Big time. But Gonzaga is now the option. Like, if you're in that area, you don't go to USC or UCLA anymore. You're going to Gonzaga, and that's the difference. Or Arizona, even. Like, Arizona's they were... Trouble. They've got... And again, they get, they get players occasionally. But they're... But- Think about when we were kids. They were winning national yep. titles with loot, and like they're and not now. But that's the beauty of when all of the the difference in TV contracts now. Gonzaga's games are all on national TV. You don't need to go to, you know, a Pac-12 school to get noticed. In fact, you're probably better off going to Gonzaga from a TV standpoint because of the Pac-12 network. <laughs> you have all your games on on when you're Gonzaga are on national TV. I actually, so I followed um, obviously TJ's career. It's easier for me to watch him at UNLV than it was at Washington. Yeah, because nobody gets the Because they're all on CBS Sports Network. I I think, uh, and plus, Gonzaga's just got a lot of advantages where Few's a good dude, people like him. And he's committed to there. And they've developed pros. That's my prayer. Like, I I do think that Campbell can turn Iowa State into a little bit of that. That's what you got to hope for, for sure. Honestly, because... Travis Hines uh, is brilliant. Yeah, everybody knows how much I how much respect I have for him. I, I don't know if he ever pinned the column, but he has been floating this idea to me for years. I think he did write the column um, about how Iowa State football should treat its job like a like Gonzaga does in basketball, or like a really high level mid mid major in basketball where. Um, and and then you get that guy to catch right. It, it's a, it was a really good point. Like yeah, yeah. I mean the difficulty there is, it's you can't coast in your conference like Gonzaga can. I mean for half their games That's they don't true. have to play hard. But he his point, not necessarily Gonzaga. Like that that You're probably like was a, a mid major. His point was like okay if they come and poach your coach, great. Like set the buyouts high. And then you're just cashing all these checks, and then you can keep building on it. It was yeah. really good. I yeah. He wrote it. I want. It was like five years ago. It was when Rhodes was really. It was longer than that. Then like head six, coach Paul Rhodes right now. <sighs> yeah, not for long. <laughs> Paul keeps. He was the interim at the Arkansas after they got That's fired right. there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, his defense gave up seventy to. What What's up with Herm? Just piling on. Was he trying to get Kevin Sumlin fired? He gave him a nice embrace after the game. Jesus. Hey, hey man. Sorry. I wasn't watching that because I was watching our own bloodbath in Iowa City. Yeah. Which Was that the weirdest thing where Iowa State loses by 30, and yet you're like, yeah. I actually had a really had some moments. smart um, basketball friend of mine. He was like, I'm actually encouraged from that game. I, there were there was a stretch there where you're like, okay, I can, si- I can see it. Again, though. God, Garza, though, like you, the shot he hit. Over solo at the top of the key at the start of the game was I was like oh we are totally screwed. He just listen man hey great college player you don't want him playing for the magic. I, maybe maybe as a Steph Curry I don't know like is he a big that just steps out and shoots threes? He just lumbers down the floor like he's a you know an yeah. evil villain but <laughs> I mean he just he gets it I done. Say, hey, I was, he gets it done. I was Kudos te- to him. I was in a text conversation with Meyer and Blythe on Friday night. I won't say how Meyer described he just, it. He just I don't know. He, he um not the smoothest guy but he is so effective and kudos to him. All right, final final deal here. Tomorrow night or it would be Monday night Monday 8 night. o'clock. Twitter Facebook, YouTube, front page of Cyclone Fanatic. We'll have our uh, – we're, we're calling it a Big 12 Championship Week kickoff show. And That's right. 
uh, Meyer, Blythe, Plume, and myself. Uh, Granite Construction, Wild Rose Casino, and Jefferson Fairway are, are in the Iowa Clinic sponsoring all of our Big 12 and bowl coverage over the next couple of weeks. So we look forward to that, and we thank them for their sponsorship. Stansberry and I are leaving for Dallas uh, on a land jet. I think they have like three left. So if you're looking for last-minute plans and you just want to ride down there and watch games and drink all day, you can do it on a land jet. Landjet.com. That Rutgers-Nebraska game. Yeah, you could watch watch championship week in the Big Ten. (laughs) On the way down. At 3 o'clock on a Friday on Big Ten Network with Rutgers in Nebraska. Um, I'm trying to – we're going to have so much stuff this week. So what I would encourage you all to do is to really check your social media. Like, we're going to keep – I can't wait. This is exactly what we got into this business for. Not even – um, just the championship football to analyze basketball, even when it's down. This is what we do. Yep. Iowa State fans care all the time. This Always is what will. we're here for. I'm fired up. Let's well, go and just uh, enjoy it. Like this, yes, this hasn't happened before. I hope it happens again. But uh, let's revel in our our chance. This is it. This is this is why you're an Iowa State fan. And I think we can do it. Let's get after it. He's Brent Plume. My name's Chris Williams. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. We love you. Have an awesome championship week.